You are now listening to another episode of Thoughts Over Coffee Daily with your host, Anthony Cass Clark. This is a daily podcast documenting the thoughts of the everyday entrepreneur. Let's get into it. Good. That's how I'm feeling today. Nah. Now, when I woke up, man, this is what was on my head. I don't know where it came from. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. This is my joint. B, what up, B? Just a small town, girl. Hey. <laughs> hey. Man, what we got? Man. We got a gem in y'all. Come on, man. Anywhere. You got to let it ride. You got to let it ride. At least in a drop. Just a city boy. Wait, where? From where? From where? South Detroit. Shout out to D. What I'm, up, though? I'm from Pompano, y'all. <laughs> Going anywhere. Hey, yo. All right. Listen, listen. I'm going to let my man get it in there. We're going to have to stop it soon. Nah, that sounds good, though. What? This guitar, though. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come make, on, bring it in, bring it in. It make you it, wish it. you could play guitar, huh? This song gives me hype for two reasons. One, just it's just the epicness of the of the song. Like it just drives you. Telling that story, you know, smell the wine and sweet <laughs> Come on, man. My man was in his back. He was in his back. But yeah. two, I think, I mean, I think he's gotten his credit over the years. Right. But you gotta give my man top ten best voices to ever live. I, I give him that. Top ten. People don't give him enough credit. His journey catalog, extensive. Right. He had a catalog when he went solo. Fire. Come on, man. What? Got back with the group. Fire. What's his name? Steve? What's his name? Uh, I don't know. I think his name is Steve, if I'm not mistaken. I, I, I'm mad you know the song like that. I know every lyric. Yeah, you should not. I'm a Journey fan. Listen, I got put on to Journey's greatest hits. You and him. And I know, bro, come on, man. Come on, man. Anyway, good. What's up, baby? Listen, we got to intro this thing right. Good people of the world. What is up? It's your boy, Anthony Cass Clark. It's your boy, Dave Good. And you are now listening to another edition of Thoughts Over Coffee Daily. I'm not recording the video. Now the video has started. (laughs) It's all right. It's all right. Y'all missed the entire intro, but it's good. We're here. We're here. We're here. Listen, man, um, I am blessed, highly favored. You know what I'm saying? Feeling good, feeling great. It's not, you gotta, you gotta really take time to appreciate your time, appreciate life, man. Because when things, are, when things are good, they're good. Yeah. When things are bad, they're bad. Yeah. But hey, man, when, when it's you, ugly, it's ugly. Right. Mm-hmm. But when you're feeling good, you gotta, you gotta appreciate it in its, its entirety. You know what I mean? That's why I started this podcast off with Journey, man. Cause I felt great. Um, what's up, good man? How are you, man? Man, I'm doing good. It's been a blessed week. Mm. Um, let's see. I started a new journey. You know, What's up? Tell me about it. 
Got a new employer. Hey, 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 hey. hey no shout to y'all, but shout to y'all. <laughs> Much love. But there is a low-key beef there. <laughs> there is a low-key beef, and I have to make it known. Hey, hey, this man, been he dead serious about what he about to say, though. Very dead serious. Listen, I'm coming for you. Eco Reynolds? Eco Reynolds. All right, we don't have to cut it out because they don't want people to know where they show up to get you. Yeah, yeah, okay. hey, listen, man. Hey, but whoever you are, thank you. I appreciate you for taking care of my man good, but we're going to need him back. Right, right. And I'm serious. All right? right. So, anyway, man, listen, we, we're, we're buying good out of his contract. Right, right. Very soon. Very, very soon. But go ahead, good. It's been, a, um, and it's interesting because, um, you know, few podcasts back I was actually just uh, voicing my opinion on how when we get into our work environments when we doing what we what we do mm-hmm. you know we, we, we're sharing our skills we got to have passion about it you know what I'm saying like we, we literally have to be comfortable in the environment so mm-hmm. this new environment has allowed me to really be comfortable man I'm happy I wake up jolly ready to go to work mm-hmm. and um, it's building yeah. Building, so it's pretty yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Um, this is it's my second week, so for the second week, it's like, where's more? You know, there's more. I want some more. Yeah. yeah. And um, of course, I'm you know I'm waiting for the forty in the marketing. Mm-hmm. That day coming. You know that brings me to an interesting uh, conversation that I overheard the other day, and we were talking about the difference between. Um, contractors and full-time employees mm-hmm. the pros and the cons mm-hmm. right and if you listen to this podcast you've heard me talk about the benefits of hiring uh, contractors and contracting across the across the globe right um, our entire team consists of teammates across the globe right, right. we're talking about right. London we're talking about uh, I think the, the country's name is Kosovo Right, I believe um, we're talking about um, Argentina. Uh, you know, all over the place, man. We're all over the, all over the world here in the U.S. So there's pros because everyone can kind of work from where they are. Um, you know, we work off of deadlines. There are no hey, you have a you have to work forty hours this week. Exactly. You have to work. You work off of your assignments. And you don't work when I'm I'm telling you when you when you want to work, right? Now there's projects when you have to move fast, but all in all you have deadlines. Right. And as long as you meet those deadlines, we're good. Um, and that's the positive. Right? That's the positive. Uh, you've heard me talk about hiring help from across the globe and how that could be uh, you know, budget friendly and all those different things, which is great. But there's a difference between contracting and employees. When you have an employee that is working for you 40 hours, there is a different level of dedication that comes from that. That person is fully bought in into the system, into your vision, into the goals of the company at that point. Exactly. That person wakes up knowing that this is my bread and butter to feed myself and my family, right? Most people only work one job. There's people who work two or three, and shout out to you, right? Because you're a special being. But the people who do work one job realize that this place I'm working, I'm gonna put my all into, and I'm gonna help grow it, 
because if I help grow it, then I'm rewarded, especially if it's a great company, right? Uh-huh. Like ACC Branding. So that's the difference between an employee and a, contract, a contractor because a contractor is usually balancing multiple projects, right? And I can talk about my team, for example. I know off the top of my head, two of my team members that have at least three other projects. Now, I've been blessed to find contractors that have become teammates that trust the vision and they are bought into the vision. And they're just waiting for us to get to that new level, right? To really grow this thing. Right. So, you know, and shout out to them. But the the difference is that any day they wake up, they can say, you know, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm just, I can just work on my other contracts. Hands down. An employee can go get another job for sure. That's true. But it's more likely that if you are treating them well as a leader, they're going to step up to the plate. They're going to step up to the plate, and they'll be by your side. So that's the that's the difference, right? And so my goal is to get our company to a point where we can hire full-time, where we can pay those payrolls, right? And then it's a long list of things that come along with that. You know, you hire full-time, now you got to pay insurance and, you know, 401Ks and vacation Dang, you, times and PTOs. Right, right, and, right, right, right. Well, it gets really in-depth. So, you know, we'll get there, but all in all, I need to buy good out of his contract, for sure. I'm I, I honestly like. I'm at a point where. I'm building and I'm working while I'm working to get, you know, to get to that point. So, you know, at the same at the same time. It gives me the perspective perspective of being at a point where. I see my end goal. Mm-hmm. I see the end results, right? Yep. But I know it's a lot of little steps. It's a lot of little areas that I have to have in perspective for everything to get to that end goal. Right. So, you know, when I got to the point where I said I want to be full-time in marketing, mm-hmm. I know I wasn't just going to wake up and be able to do that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just, hey, all of a sudden drop everything, get into marketing. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, you know, right now my nine to five, that's gonna help get me there, and when that time comes, it's, it's gonna move over. Yeah. And a lot of skills I'm using is definitely being used, you know, in the marketing field as well. Right. You know, I, I do toot my horn a little bit when it comes to assistant work, when it comes to clerical work, mm-hmm. being the help. Right. That's my forte. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. that's the hat I wear. So. Right. And salute to you, man, because you know, like we were talking, we were, we were talking about before how it takes a special person to realize what position they're in. Uh-huh. And not everybody wants to be the head honcho. Uh-huh. Not everybody wants to be the chief, right? And that's fine because the chief is not the most important role. Uh-huh. Really, your most the most important role are, is the soldiers. Exactly, exactly. Now the chief is there to design the plan. Exactly. But all in all, the soldiers are who execute. And without soldiers, you have nothing. Right. So everybody wants if everyone knows their role and lives in it comfortably and takes it as an identity, then we all be successful. Man. Of course. So I, I appreciate your dedication. I appreciate what you have done uh, thus far, man, for for the agency. Uh, you know, you go you go to no bounds, man. Like I, I told someone the other day, I said, "This is how I knew good was fit for this life." Uh, I can't even remember what was exactly happening, but. We didn't have a podcast mic, or we didn't have a podcast mic stand. 
Good went to Home Depot to try to build one. <laughs> right then and there, I was sold. I said, this is something that I would do. And I don't mean to compare everything to me like I'm the bar, but I know my level of hustle. I know my level of dedication and grit. And I do also realize that it's a very hard quality to find in people. Right, 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 right. Because not too many people are built to do the things that I've done. Right. And when I saw that, I said, oh, he got the magic. You, you know, that makes me actually think of something. You, you're really speaking of a beautiful concept. Okay. Um, in building a tribe, you know, creating an environment, mm -hmm. you need to have people that support your principles, your morals, your ideas. Mm -hmm. For sure. That has the same tenacity, has the same drive, mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, we on a mission. Yeah, 100%. And if everybody's not in tune to the end goal, yep. there's no way we can succeed. At all. You know what at I'm saying? All. It's yeah. always going to be a missing link. Right. And to be frank with you, you know, when I'm dealing with business, when I'm dealing with, you know, making something happen, mm -hmm. I don't need missing links, man. Nah. Everybody got to be on beat. 100%. So that's pretty interesting. Like, honestly, like, being that, being here today, it's awesome. I had the opportunity to tell Kaz. I said, man, you know, I, I appreciate the opportunity. And you don't find a lot of a lot of bosses that's actually there to allow their employees to grow as much as they grow. Mm -hmm. A lot of bosses now, they you're gonna grow as much as they want you to grow. And this is why we're facing the great <laughs> the great resignation. Right? That's deep. It's just crazy, bro. Because if you don't care for people and you only use people as pawns, that's what will happen. Yeah. And a pawn moves, right? right. Pawns are easily controlled by somebody else. Mm -hmm. There's no dedication to you. I'm just a piece. And when you treat people like that and something happens in the world where you can't control, which people weren't expecting, you lose out, right? Yeah. Like I have... We, we have clients that have done really well through the pandemic, remained an entire staff of people, haven't lost one person. Mm. We have other clients who have lost their entire staffs. Mm. What's the difference, you ask? One has a work environment that is conducive for success and it also conducive of care. Yeah. You need to go home, you're fine. You need, you get, you need a sick day, good you come to work you treat it well no one's on top of you as long as you meet your deadlines as long as you do your work you're fine other clients you work 60 hours a week no raises <laughs> no vacation yeah. time P no no pto no pto <laughs> no employee handbook no uh, no ask how are you doing right 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 no staff meetings right none of that just come in do what I ask you to do, and go home. And when that's the operation, you will lose out. People have to realize a job is such a large part of someone's life. Yeah, 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 yeah. If they are spending that amount of time working with you, you need to make it worthwhile. And the time is out to be thinking that it's worthwhile just because they're getting paid. Yeah. It's much more than that. Yeah. And a lot of people do not like that fact. But sorry, that is the fact. Yeah. Hands down. Hands yeah. down.
I agree with that, bro. Yeah. Man, so, anyway, man. Uh, and that's going to kind of lead into something I want to talk about, too. Can you please send for me? Good. Yeah, Thank you, sir. Good, good, good. Make sure our laptop doesn't die here while we're recording this. So, um, <laughs> this week, man, has been a funny, a funny week. So shout out to my my uncle BB man. Shout out to Brandon. Uh, Masonic Masonic Hauling is in the building. He's actually here. Uh, he's playing the sideline. I don't know if you want to step on camera and say hello to the people, but he he's a little shy. He can stay over there. But uh, so he came he came into town, and whenever Uncle BB's in town, just know uh, trouble is a brewing or there's trouble is a foot. No. Yes, for sure. Um, so Uncle BB decides, hey man. Let's hang out. So I said, you know what? Let's do that. So you know, I got class. I got stacking leads. Shout out to stacking leads, right? Straight every up. every Thursday. Straight up. Come out six thirty to seven thirty. Come with get that teaching, game. Teaching marketing for the one free. on one for free. Because guess what? This will not always be free. Nah. One day you gonna have to pay for one it. One day you will have to pay for it, and you will be left thinking, I should have got it for free when I could have. Right. All right. That's just a little warning. But um. So anyway, I said I got class from 6.30 to 7.30. After 7.30, we can go tear the streets. Let the boy, let, let the town know the boys are back in town. Boys back in town. The boys are back in town. And we definitely was in town. We were definitely in town. So, good ended up showing up, right? Um, shout out to Red Rooster. Went by Red Rooster. Had a nice little dinner. This is how you know we're getting old, man. Hey, let's go have a nice dinner before we hang out. That's how we Right, right, right. But that's, right. that's what the boys do, right? That's what we do as grown men. So we're gonna have a nice little dinner. Um, you know, Uncle BB scares off the waiter, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they, they brought so Uncle BB says, Hey, I would like shrimp 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 and grits. Right? Somehow the waiter understands he wants ribs. Yes. So ribs come to the table. Uh, can't, <laughs> I don't eat ribs, I don't eat pork. Those ribs look beautiful. Oh to my look so good. So good. Uncle BB had wanted no parts of the ribs. He said, "Take those back." I said, "Shrimp and grits." Yeah, I don't even think the ribs really touched the they, table. No, like they didn't that, touch you know the table. Saying? They they literally passed his nose. Yeah, it's like swiped up on. And him. when the smell of these ribs, the aroma rose from the charred meat of the ribs and approached Uncle BB's nostrils, mm, mm, mm. his face then turned into a face of frustration. Yes. Immediate anger. Like, he didn't have to tell them, get the ribs off the table. It, no words <laughs> were needed. This wasn't a verbal communication. This is all body language. Yes. And facial expressions. Right. The waiter then quickly removed the ribs from Uncle BB's presence. Mm-hmm. Every manager in Red Rooster approached Uncle BB, apologizing. Yes. Offering free cornbread. Yes. That Uncle BB quickly swiped to the middle of the table and said, huh, get it away from me. I don't want that. Yes. Bring yes. me my shrimp and grits immediately. If you if you come to the table one more one time. One more time. Without the shrimp and grits. One more time. We got issues. You will feel the mighty hand of the BB. Scared up. So, anyway, right? So, you know, we're there. We're, we're talking, trying to calm Uncle BB down. So, you know, because, look, look, I get it. Good and I, our food touched the table already. And mommy, these ribs, <laughs> these ribs have been prepared. Been prepared. So, even though the managers came and they was worried about the shrimp and grits not being there, really they getting on this waitress. Listen, this waiter don't waste. Well, you don't wasting forty two dollars. Listen, 
if you know anything about business costs, <laughs> and I know thinking too about business costs. Oh man. When you waste money on product <laughs> that you did not need to spend money on, you want to chop somebody's head off. Hey, we need a Terry Crews. You know how he used to be on uh, Everybody Hates Yes, Terry. yes. Like, <laughs> Julius. <laughs> Julius. The cheapest man in America. <laughs> yes. So you, can, you can see the managers fussing with this waiter at the kitchen. Oh, man. Like, bro, come on. Like. And how those they, those ribs got going to trash. How did you mix up shrimp and grits? Yeah, you got to remember. You got to remember. They have here with two things there. One, a cook wasted his time. That's probably getting paid hourly mm -hmm. to make those ribs. He could have made something else. But all right, so now I got to pay for you making those ribs. Then I got to pay for the ribs to come back and go in the trash. Yeah, man. So That's we didn't make any money off that situation. We lost money in that occasion. I heard. But anyway, shout out to all the waiters and waitresses. I know it happens. But anyway. Red Rooster is fire. Red, Ro Red Rooster is one of the best yeah. restaurants yeah. on the planet. Uh, yeah, I that was just a miscommunication. Yeah, I will continue to support y'all. Are we recording? No, we're not recording. That is crazy. But, you know, that's what it is. Wow. So we weren't recording. Uh, but we're recording audio. Oh, it's full. That's why. All right. So no video this time around? As it is what it is. All right. Anyway, Red Rooster, one of the best restaurants on the planet. I will uh, continue to support you all. Um, I believe in reverse gentrification, mm -hmm. right? We talk about gentrification a lot. How uh, the, the this 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 instant flow of middle class money comes to impoverished neighborhoods, open up you know restaurants and housing and all these different type of situations, and uh, quickly wash the the community out right so the impoverished people who live there quickly have to fly and move somewhere else because you know everything has risen right i believe in the reverse where we are the ones black people are doing the gentrification we are bringing our middle class to the neighborhood uh. and instead of washing the community out we're keeping our culture in the community we're raising the the level of living standard, right? The living standard of the community. Instead of washing people out, we're helping you elevate. Elevate, right? Mm -hmm. So if you know anything about Red Rooster, and he's done this in two different cities, a shout out to Marcus, right? He opened one in Harlem, and then this Red Rooster is in uh, Overtown. It's just like baby Harlem. <laughs> baby Harlem. Literally, right? Overtown was a uh, black mecca of entertainment, yeah. right? In the 60s, I believe. It was actually Miami's first black community, um, you know, uh, for for quote-unquote African-Americans uh, because I believe Bahamians were the first black people, I believe, in Miami. Mm -hmm. But they were in uh, Coconut Grove. So Overtown is this historic black city. And please look it up if you don't know the history of Overtown. It's beautiful history. Uh, you know, we Overtown has hosted all kinds of people, such as uh, James Brown, Muhammad Ali. All these different people have come to Miami, and when they would come, they would stay in Overtown, mm -hmm. right? And so, Red Rooster, in that historic, uh, in that historic history, they are they're living in that, right? They're reviving that feeling. They want to put a luxurious restaurant. Uh, in the middle of the hood, and it is beautiful, man. So shout out to what you guys are doing over there. I will continue to support you all, and hopefully, hopefully one day, we can work together. Yeah. It'd be phenomenal, right?
That'd be super awesome. So anyway, had a great time at Red Rooster. BB, how how was the trip and grits? How was the trip and grits? It was good. All right, BB said it was all right. It was good. Okay. Oh, that reminds me. Hey, so the waiter comes. Oh, uh, hey, the yes. waiter comes to the table. He's like, "How's everything?" It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> and BB has to speak for himself because oh, my chicken, man. my fried chicken. Hey, how about Excellent. how about we get there with the fried chicken and Cass? He wants to eat with his hands so bad. Listen, bro. man, there is something about fried chicken that screams, "Pick me." Up. Of course, but you know you gotta like You know, you know you had Red Rooster. You have the nice uh, light on your table, the lights are dim, yeah. beautiful, you know, beautiful environment, you know, high class, man. High some class. Now now don't get me wrong, you got to pick the chicken up to get like the little extra because I'm a chicken. The grizzle. You gotta, you gotta get the grizzle. Yeah, you the gotta pick it up to do that. Right. But you know, the the initial take, you wanna hit hit it with the knife, knife. and fork. Knife and fork. Knife and fork. And shout out, to, shout out to my father, man. My father always taught us knife and fork, knife and fork, knife and fork. Knife and fork. Listen, I, t- I told somebody the other day about <laughs> how my father would ask for something to drink, right? He's like, yo, bring me, uh, bring me some tea or something, right? I'm in the kitchen. We would have to bring him. You're not about to go to that kitchen and get a mug and say, here you go. No, 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 no. You better bring it on a saucer. Nah. Yeah. That's how we had to do it. Go get it, get the mug, fill it up, put it on a saucer, and you bring that sucker. That's how you do it in the Clark household. <laughs> and if you wasn't about that saucer life, <laughs> you will don't feel bring the, that, Don't bring that cup. You will feel the wrath. Oh, man. Right? And we had to eat with knife and fork, right, every day. No matter what was eating, knife and fork. And it better be on the right side, too. That's what's up, though. Shout out to my father. Shout out to my father. But uh, anyway, high class, man. So, but anyway, you got to get the grizzle. You got to get the grizzle. So, gotcha. when you know, when nobody's looking, I go ahead and pick that chicken up and I get to it. Got to. Yeah. Anyway, all right, fast forward. So, boys, we finish up. Lee Red Rooster. We're about to go to the pool hall. Pool hall was closed. We see my good friend, DJ H2, hop out the Uber uh, with some of his friends. And I'm um, like, yo. What's going on, H2? He goes, I'm going to the pool hall. I said, the pool hall's closed. He goes, well, I'm going to Wood Tavern. We going to Wood Tavern. We're going to Wood Tavern then. <laughs> so, H2 and his crew hop in Good's vehicle. Me and BB hop in ours. We go to Wood Tavern. Uh, go there. We go to uh, Pizza and Beer, right? Uh, we have a good time out back, sitting yeah, by the bar. Nice. That was nice. Out. That was a good vibe. Very good nice vibe. vibe. Very nice vibe. This is where we say goodbye to Good. Uh, good leaves. BB and I go, hey man, I'm kind of hungry. So I said, BB, let's get something on the way home. Maybe Miami subs. If you want to be proper, Miami grill is what they call it now. Right. But if you're really from Broward County or Miami, Miami subs. Miami subs. Right? As we're on the highway, we look to our right, we see the beautiful guitar hotel with all the lights. Mm. BB is messing Calling y'all name. Calling BB's name. <laughs> <laughs> my bed was calling my name. All I could think about was getting a gyro, a lamb gyro platter from Miami Subs. Call it a day. And calling it a night. It was already, call it 1 a.m. in the night. I am 32 years old. I run a business. I have a one-year-old, a wife. I'm tired. Hey, listen, you can say everything else, but you can't be talking about you 32 years old, bro. I'm old. That's not over. 32 is old. That's young, y'all. Uh, debate me. All right. My hairline says otherwise. All right. <laughs> so... 
Anyway, so look at the guitar hotel. BB goes, man, we gotta go. We gotta go. So you know, listen, I've hanged me and BB. We've known each other since we were children, eight years old, seven years old, whatever it may be. I know BB. If I de- if I deny BB of this experience, I will never hear the end of it. Never. He will bring it up every single conversation. You remember how you didn't let me go to the good hotel? You remember? I'm not about to hear this. No. Nah. You gotta let's, make this right. Let's make this right. Get off the highway. Go to the guitar. So we go there. Guitar hotel, of course. If you've ever been, beautiful experience. You walk in. They got the nice uh, flowing water, and it's all in different shapes. It creates faces, and you know, beautiful. So we find this nice little diner. Uh, we sit down and we having you know having some food conversations uh, with some other people. This and that. BB has this amazing gyro. Um, I know we get really detailed here. I have some terrible calamari. We'll talk about that later. Terrible, terrible, terrible. That hurt. But we end up getting home after four, four thirty, something like that. It was like four thirty. <laughs> this is the latest I ever got home in my adult life. BB still up, right? No, no, oh, B, no, he, no, 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 no. Soon we get in the car to leave the guitar hotel. I said, "Man, BB had a good time." <laughs> <laughs> wow. Interesting. Interesting. So we get home, man. Uh, so all in all, just having a really good time, relaxing, getting away from something, getting away from work for for a change. You know what I'm saying? My life is very scheduled. It's the same routine every single day for me. <laughs> I, I told my girl, man, I was laughing because I say, I say, babe, I say, it's like our podcast. Podcast is like. It's like our God day when we go out mm. or when we go do something. You know, it's, it feels good to go to work, do what we got to do. Mm-hmm. And every now and then, Cass says, hey, you want to go get something to eat? Or you want to go? And that relaxation, mm-hmm. it's a good vibe to have mm-hmm. after you don't put in some good exactly. work. Exactly. Man. 100%. It encouraged me. Let's, let's do it again. Right. It's like a, um, it's like, it's almost like a reward. Man, and it's, it's it's good. It's needed. It's needed. It's needed, man. To the podcast world, treat yourself, man. Treat yourself. Don't treat yourself. Yeah, man. For sure, man. Treat so yourself, don't you know, treat got to have a got to have a little relaxation, man. So it's always good to kind of just revive yourself. Uh, shout out to my guy Rick um, from Tampa. His wife gave him permission. Like when you marry, y'all get permission. Your, his wife gave him permission to spend a weekend <laughs> on South Beach uh, by himself. Right? They have two young kids. I think a newborn. I believe. And like a two-year-old, so you know what type of life he lived. And he's what Rick is what twenty-seven. Oh man, young dude, young dude. Yeah. So yeah, he's yeah, living, yeah. he's living a life, life. But shout out to Rick, right? He's a six-figure a month guy, yeah, he's doing his it, thing, making, he's making it, it happen, it do. right? Six figures a month doing his thing. So his wife said, "You know what, Rick? You work incredibly hard, stress. Leave the kids with me. You go to South Beach for a weekend. Take your time to relax." And I'm going to tell you about Rick, man. He did something that was so crazy to me. We were supposed to meet. Call me in the morning and say, yo, Cass, man, I'm sorry, but I gotta, we got to reschedule this meeting. And I said, what's going on? He said, man, I'm extremely tired. Um, I was hanging with my little brother last night, took him out, got back over like 1 o'clock in the morning. He said, you know me, I got to get X amount of sleep every single day. Recharge, right. And this is how I knew Rick was serious. He wears a ring that tracks his sleep. Tracks his sleep and tracks his daily activities. Wow. And he treats this as if it's like his religion. Like he has to stick to these rules. 
And by him had going over, you know, in late night, then me having the meeting with him in the morning, it was eating into his rest time. He need that rest time. Right. So he got to reschedule the meeting. And I was like, I appreciate that. That shows me that you're super dedicated to who you are and what you're doing. That's the difference between you and him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Some of us, we live life so recklessly. We don't have any rules. We don't have any 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 guidelines for ourselves. That's deep. That's deep. He knows in order for him to be as productive as possible, you gotta he, have. He needs X amount of rest. Yeah. He does. He said he has what? I think it's three hours. Three hours per day of literally blackout time. No phone. Turn the phone off. Um, no distractions. No conversations. No nothing. No social media. Nothing. Straight blackout time of work. Three hours a day. And he's doing six figures a month. Yeah, you can't. You can't because that man's 27, two kids, and a wife. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Shout out to Rick, man. Shout out to Rick. Anyway, good. That was a lot talking about. Man, that's good, Our bro. adventure. Uh, but it was, it was a good time. Shout out to Uncle BB, man. Um, salute to you, bro. Love you, man. Um, so what I wanted to talk about today was you and I were having a conversation about what it really takes to get to where you want to be, right? And I woke up this morning, you know, with don't stop believing in my head. Mm-hmm. And it reminded me of really like, don't stop believing. Like we had, we had big news that happened to us um, this week. Actually, we got the news after we left Red Rooster, I believe, right? Yeah, the news dropped um, that we have a, you know, pretty a pretty sizable client signing on with us uh, sometime next week. After doing a hard pitch, very hard pitch by the way, by myself, and it was uh, it was nuts. But pitch landed, and uh, taking this client on next week, and we got we we're super excited about it. And I was just like, man, I remember some years ago. Even the chance of having a conversation with someone who owns a franchise on that level was a fantasy to me. Uh-huh. I wouldn't need, I couldn't even fathom it. Like, uh-huh. I did fathom it, don't get me wrong. I could because I always like to envision myself who I'm going to be years down the road and then I just let time catch up to itself. So I envisioned it. But I remember where it wasn't tangible. Right. Now these things are happening. Right. They're real. Good. I remember thinking to myself, one day I will find a good. You know what I mean? Yeah. One day we will, we will find a good. And look what happened. He's here. Like, yes, I remember when those things weren't real. Yeah. And I, but they just don't happen. No, no, no. They no. don't happen. Like, you're not about to catch fish if you don't fish. And a lot of things that's not supposed to happen happens in the place of what you're looking for. Exactly. Right. We want things to happen to us, but we apply no action. Mm-hmm. Or we apply minimal action. The moment something stops us upside our head, we go sit down. Yeah. Like, that's not for me. Man, you said something that was gassed the other day. We was riding, what was it, two weeks ago we was okay. going to class? Uh-huh. A week ago we was going to class? Mm-hmm. And you said, man, a lot of people learn lessons, but 
a little bit execute on it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And I even took that to the point of people dream, a many, many dream. Mm -hmm. Many think of goals. Mm -hmm. They think of concepts, but only the few actually execute. Right. Yeah. What I said was people love learning. People love learning, but they don't like execution. That's deep. Right. You look at any courses or any any books. Ninety. It's like something like ninety percent of people who take courses, who buy books, eBooks, whatever it may be. Ninety percent of the people never execute on the information. And I feel like that happens because of the slap downs, the of challenges, the obstacles. But it's bro, when you're reading something, it sounds so good. You get so excited. You know, I can do it too. Mm -hmm. You do it, you run into one brick wall. Next thing you know, hands up. Over with. Over with. You know, I'm gonna go right back to what I was doing. White flag game. And that's so why I was thinking to myself, I was like, man, it, you don't. I never want to sound like I'm bigging myself up. Never. Because I make tons of mistakes. I'm only human. I'm still getting better day by day. Mm -hmm. Still learning. But it takes an extraordinary amount of effort, sacrifice, drive, dedication to get to this point where we're at. Mm -hmm. And I am nowhere near where I know we're going to be. Right. Just to get to this point. Right. <laughs> takes extreme dedication. Right. I got a text from a friend last night. I wish I could pull it up. Man, he hit me like 11 o'clock at night. Here it is. This is at 10.49 p.m. Shout out to Will, man. He said, random thoughts. Deep down inside of me, I knew you were going to do great things, bro. You was different from them all. Well, you was different from all of us in a great way. There are still many more things you can accomplish in this lifetime. Keep grinding, keep your head up high to see where God is leading you, where to see God is leading you. Continue to be a great husband and father. Love you, my brother. Thank you for showing me what hard work and dedication looks like. Continue to be great. Random thought. Dude. Random thought, 1049 at night. Dude. And when I read that, it just instantly took me back to a place of like, fam, he's right. Yeah. <laughs> it takes hard work and dedication to get here. But it, he's right and it's rewarding. Not because of the monetary level, not because of what we're able to do, not because of the access to the rooms that we're able to walk into, not because of relationships that we've built. The real value lies within this text. This is someone who I've known my entire life. Mm -hmm. he's, he's not involved in our situation. Not inv he's not involved in ACC. He doesn't know what goes on behind closed doors. But he's able to look and say, wow. Right. Wow. Right. Obviously, something's different there. And that's all I want. All I want is to inspire people. I think Nipsey said it. The highest act. The highest human act is to inspire. That's all I want. And I know that by me inspiring somebody else, it can change someone's life. Hands down. And that's all I want, man. And I was just thinking, like, we got to find a way, or people have to find a way, rather, to stop giving up so easily. Yeah. J. Cole once said, you stop, I guess you'll never know. 
That's deep. That's deep. That's it. You stop. I guess you'll never know. My mother told me that this is so real. This is so, 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 so real. And you know what? Now I think about it, this like literally might be the foundation of everything in my life. <laughs> my mom had three of us, right? So it was me, my twin sister, and my older brother growing up. She took care of us. Like she just tell me like she used to literally carry both car seats up three flights of stairs. You know what I'm saying? Every night. Working multiple jobs. And she told me she wanted to go to school to become a radiologist, right? I remember growing up seeing the radiologist books in my closet. She never became a radiologist. Right? Mm -hmm. You know why? She had to care for us. Mm -hmm. There was no time for school. She had to work two jobs, three jobs, whatever it may be. You know what I'm saying? All that. So she never became a radiologist. I remember she kept it real with me and said, I could not accomplish the dream in front of me because, you know, taking care of you guys, this and that. But she said she could have if she would have put more dedication in. She would have put more work in, which is an extreme act. Mm. But she said, I don't want that for you. Right, 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 right. Whatever you want to do, you need to do it, like full speed, right? And so that same attitude that she's implanted in me, she laughs at me sometimes because she'll call me about things. And I'm like, people all, look, if you know me, if you're not calling me about marketing or calling me about ACC, what am I going to tell you? I'm not sure. <laughs> call her. Call him. <laughs> call my wife. Fam, if it's not my own business, I really don't know. Like, right. I got, I have tunnel vision. Right, I have right, extreme right. tunnel vision, and so, but that's the the attitude that was implanted in me, right? Like she's told me, go after what I want. Like I think about those those medical books sitting on the shelves that she read many nights that she never got to apply. Hey, I can't do the same. I got to be the one to take what she said and run with it and change my family's course. That's what's deep. Yeah. Don't leave, don't let me in my preaching bag, good man. Interrupt oh, me, man. You know I like that. Yeah. You, you you dropping sauce. Interrupt me, man. But I, I I literally was just you know just listening to it. You made me think of. Uh, I just was saying the other day. I said uh, if I stop being good, mm -hmm. I can never be better. Mmm. Mm. And, you know, that's a double entendre for me. Mm, okay. Okay, good Z. <laughs> so All if right. I stop being good, I can never be better. And literally, that means if I got a skill set, I got an opportunity, mm -hmm. just being there puts me in good standing. Mm -hmm. All right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just having that skill put me in good standing, but it don't stop there. Right. You know, and sometimes even in adversity, obstacles challenge, yeah, I'm good at something, but I just got a challenge. Mm -hmm. So now I may want to give up or mm -hmm. uh, I'm just going to stay at this level because I don't have problems yep. doing it the way it's being done now. Yep. But that blocks me from wanting to be better. Yeah. And we can't, we can't allow ourselves to be at the point of facing adversities to say, hey, I can't persevere anymore. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We can't allow ourselves to be at a point where this happened Oh my God, I can't do this now. I gotta compromise and do something well, else. Well, good. You're speaking in like hypotheticals right now. It's like, you know, if you face adversity, this and that. But 
we're sitting right here, and we know that you have one of the greatest stories to tell, mm-hmm. right? And I think you've faced something that would literally crush the average person. When I think about it, I can't even fathom the strength, the mental fortitude that it would take to get through that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you spent 10 years on vacation. Right. And we're not talking about sandy beaches. No. Behind some walls. Behind some walls. Bob wire. Bob wires. Barb wires. Is it Bob? Bob wires. Hey, shout out to Bob. Is it Bob? Shout out to Bob. Is it Bob or Barb? Barb. Barb. Barbed? Bar- I don't know. Barb wire. We'll figure that out for y'all. You ever seen those other things on the side of the road? Bob rentals? The little yeah. the uh, orange thing? Yeah, whoever Bob is. He's balling. Balling. Ba- balling Bob. Anyway, all right. Side note. All right. Back to what we're talking about. Behind barbed wires for 10 years. Right. 10 years. Loss of freedom. 10 years. We're talking about prime years of your life. Yeah. Right? We're talking about when you were a boy. <laughs> talk about that, right? Like, I know it's hard to talk about, but you. I think people have to understand if you good is running laps around you <laughs> running laps <laughs> yeah. and he gave you a 10 year head start yeah 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 i can agree with that what are you doing um all right sorry i'm about to, I'm about to go i mean honestly it's not hard to talk about i i really got to a point where at the end of the day the 10 years i look at it as it was a a key that was that unlocked my my power mm. you know it was a key that unlocked my superpower mm. um mm. you know going into it of course i was on the good end just getting out of high school um getting into college i did um starting architecture graphic design and then you know i got in trouble so that was already a punch in the stomach right there. Mm-hmm. Not the win out of me. Lost everything. Um, I was having my son, everything. So, you know, I was already at the at the edge then. Mm-hmm. Like, it was over with. Right. And I didn't even know the time that I was looking at. Right. You know, I didn't know. So, I get into the environment. I start my time. And within the environment, I can truly say every day was... A decision making on are you gonna compromise and become part of the environment or are you gonna hold hold to yourself right because we had a discussion about that right like in in prison it is designed to 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 rob you of your individualism right right they don't want individuals no you know you're you're a system you're, a you're system. part of a system. you're a part of a system you are state yeah. Property. Yeah. Right? Everyone is right. there with the same functions. Yeah, there's there's no individuality. Right. If you look at the system, the same uniforms, mm-hmm. right. same concept, you eat the same food. Same colors. Like like someone was saying, like, there are no separate colors in prison for right. a reason. I don't right. want you to feel a level of confidence. I don't want right. you to feel different than right. your peer or your next man. Right. Everyone's wearing the same thing. Right. Like, there is... You know what I'm saying? And it, and it didn't, you had to have, that came with a state of mind. Right. 
you have to be in that state mm-hmm. to actually say, oh, I am going to eat, the, you know, I am going to be this. I'm going to give up my individuality. Mm. And and don't get me wrong. You have to deal with the system. You have to follow rules. Right. I'm not saying I didn't do that. Yeah. But I, I couldn't lose me, man. Mm. So how do you do that, right? So, like, you're facing one of the most adverse times of your life, right? Mm-hmm. Ten years of your life. How do you keep your individualism, right, but also keep hold of hope? What, how'd you do that? Tell me. First, first off, you know, I got to get thanked to God. Right, 100%. You know what I'm saying? 100%. I can do all things through Christ that screams me. 100%. So, you know, that was, that was the base. That was the foundation. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, you know, waking up, I literally said to myself, you have to have a state of mind of strength right now in this moment, kid. Because if you don't, you are gonna be in a paralyzed state of mind where you're gonna be willing to accept and compromise with this environment Mm. and lose yourself. Mm -hmm. I literally had to say to myself, what goals did you have before you come in? Mm -hmm. What goals are you gonna have when you leave out? Mm -hmm. And during this 10 years of time, what planning are you going to do with this time mm-hmm. to be prepared for the day that you get out? Right. You couldn't, you couldn't stop living your life mentally mm. <laughs> in there. Gotcha. You, you can't. You have to literally still be living life here to allow yourself to operate inside that environment as if you're home. Gotcha. And that's what I did. I kept a free state of mind. Mm-hmm. I kept a mind state of I'm able to still be Dave Good and accomplish what I need to accomplish. Mm-hmm. In inside, they call me the mayor. <laughs> <laughs> they call me the mayor, and I, I actually I, I was part of the educational department. And man, I I, I taught GED. You know, I allowed, you know, help guys get their GEDs. Um, at one point, I was doing business management classes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just stayed part of, you know, I stayed part of empowering people. Mm-hmm. Um, two good friends of mine, Enoch and uh, D, D Nice, man. Mm-hmm. They, they really was there, man. Mm-hmm. And we, us together, we, uh, we changed the environment, man. Mm-hmm. And we always kept the state of mind of empowerment for, we're not gonna take less than what we worth. Got you. We're not gonna move less than what we worth. Right, just because we're here in this situation, right. doesn't make us less than. Right, everything that was said and done in that time, I mm-hmm. did it with authority. Mm. I was an authority figure. Mm-hmm. You know, I literally said, you know what? I'ma think with empowerment. Mm-hmm. When I talk, I'ma talk with empowerment mm-hmm. because the show doesn't stop here. Mm-hmm. You know, my life doesn't end with these 10 years. Right. So that allowed me to be in a state where when I came home, my tires been spinning. Mm-hmm. I was already running. Right. You know, I think I went through probably like one or two years of like <laughs> depressive, like, oh I was gonna ask you, oh right? That, that, was there a time when you thought like, this is never gonna end? Like, yes, okay. yes. My first two years was a headache because I lost everything, man. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a start over. Mm-hmm. The only thing I didn't lose was my mind. Right. But, you know, the materials, the people, the opportunities, 
all that was put on on hold. Mm-hmm. And so, with that, you 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 go through a, a state of like despair a little right. bit. Yeah, yeah. Well, I would imagine so. Yeah, it was deep. It was deep. So once I got past that, man, the sky's the limit. Mm. At one point, I would say, we would all say this. They said, "What you? How, how's everything going in?" I said, "Man, I'm enjoying myself." <laughs> <laughs> I would say I'm enjoying myself, and that really meant I found me. Mm-hmm. I know who David was, mm-hmm. and me knowing Dave, I was able to enjoy mm-hmm. even in the time of adversity, even in the time of challenge. Right. Steve Jobs said, "He says, um, except exceptional." Um, entrepreneurs they have the ability to keep on and keeping on mm-hmm. you know they're able to say that right we're gonna keep on in the keeping on right because one obstacle one challenge doesn't stop you right you know 10 years in prison it shouldn't stop you being who you are right it shouldn't change that and um, just having that state of mind man it kept me going and the day I got out, which I've been out a year and some change now. Hey, where, yeah. the, where the hand claps at? <laughs> Studio audience. Yeah. Come on, BB, clap it up, BB, clap it up. Right, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've been out a year and some change, and I have. I ran circles around a lot. Listen, my man, that's what I'm trying to say, man. You did 10 years in prison, 10 years. And for you to get out and run laps around many and most people, I've told you about my horror stories. People who have sat in this very chair that you have sat in, right? Who have claimed to want the position that you've wanted, they failed me. Yeah. They've come in, put on a good show. As soon as that pressure hits, it's a wrap. Right, right, right. You've been here with me in the office at 3.30 in the morning. Right, stay up. We've been, we've met up at four o'clock in the morning to finish projects. We've been in meetings late night. We've we've been in crunch time situations, right? Where where things have to get done. Uh-huh. And you've executed thus far. You've executed on every end. So for you for you to be at that for you to have that attitude, right? And to really run that race is it's amazing to see because I know the average person doesn't possess that. And you're doing it with less tools than the average person you would have. You, I mean, a lot of times, and this with, this with anything, I feel like the whole concept with prison itself is like sometimes like people come with the mentality of like, man, I just did a bid, mm. and it's like if you think about the concept of a bid, like, mm, mm, get into it, good, get into it. It's mm. like. When you bidding for something, mm. what's your understanding of bidding? Let me ask that first. It's one going for one, two, two. It's a, you're you're bidding, you're selling something, right? And honestly, like you shouldn't be at a point where you have to convince yourself or say my life is worth this or right. You know what I'm like, one, one going for two, two, two yeah, going yeah, for three, like, three going for three. So to the man, pers- like you shouldn't live life like, like that. Nah. I looked at it as it's a mission. Mm. And with a mission, you either <laughs> completing a mission or you failing. Yeah. Either or. Either or. I know your mom said 
you tried your best. You get a you get a you get an award for trying. It's none of that. It's none of that. And I think if you look at it from that perception perspective, it really changes everything because now my life's a mission. You know, I have an end goal. Mm. I have an end result. I did, and I live with the end result in mind. Right. I see my future. Right. You know. ACC Brandon, you see the end result. 100%. So to wake up every morning and be in those shoes, man, it's like blessings going to come. And it's just my job to collect. There you go. My job to maintain. There you go. My job to walk forth in, in authority. Okay. And, and it, once you get to that state, nothing, I mean, nothing can slow you down. Man, let me tell you, man, it, this is big for me. Cause it really just gives me the, the the extra. It's like a catalyst for me because I'm like I'm just looking, I'm listening to what you what you're talking about, and I'm just putting myself in your shoes, trying to put myself in your shoes, attempting, and I can't. And I'm like, if good has enough willpower, enough strength, enough, you know, enough go getterness to deal with he has dealt with. And to be here and to keep striving, I can wake up and deal with my adversities. Mm -hmm. Because guess what? My, none of my adversities rob me of my freedom. Mm -mm. None of my adversities put me in a box. None of my adversities keep me behind barbed wire. None of my adversities require some somebody else telling me when I can wake up, go to sleep, or eat. Right. None of my none of my adversities do that to me. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something deep too, man, because you just said something interesting. Um, the the freedom doesn't stop with the physical building. Mm. You know, it's it was people. <laughs> it's crazy when you think about it, man. I was in prison, but I would call home and communicate back on the streets, and it was people that was in prison mentally, man. Mm hmm. People mm -hmm. doing life bids. It was people in their mind, they on death row. Mm -hmm. But they free. They out here in the world yeah. doing what they supposed to do. Yeah. And I think ultimately everybody got a little prison system in their minds. It's just a state of not being there. Mm -hmm. It's a state of knowing what you're worth. Right. To not be compromised to that, that thought process. Right. Because once you, like you said, once you give up to the adversity, once you give up to the obstacles, that's when it starts. That's when that seed is set in. Right. And I, I, I definitely, you know, listen to what you're saying. That the building, the barbed wire, all that's just the physical aspect. But the true prison, it can, it's, it's in here. It's mental, mental man. Mental. It's mental, and it's for yeah. everybody, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for saying. When you that. think about, when you think about, man, the people that's depressed, mm -hmm. you know, the suicide rates. Um, you know the bullying that's going on right i mean with the access to social media now you got the uh troll what do they call them trollers or what, trolls yeah. trolls uh -huh. you know it's like those 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 minds somewhere they're they're in prison yeah. to something right and you know when you look at it from that that standpoint it gives you a whole another yeah. <laughs> whole another outlook of it yeah. yeah yeah man so it's like for me it's like you have the ability to use your physical abilities and your mental abilities. 
And if you woke up this morning, you got breath in your body, then you are you are well in health, mm-hmm. well in mental health. Well, just you are well, and you are not behind some bars. I need you to think about good. <laughs> no, seriously, think I about like good. That. Think about good. Think about what he's doing in his life today, which is, like I said, running laps around people, running running his running laps. Period. Running his marathon. Right. And if he had the willpower not to give up in some of the most dire situations that you can face, then I need you not to give up. And that's not to take away from your issues, because I know issues get heavy. Shoot, bills come, bro. When you can't pay that rent, get an eviction notice on your door, I know how that feels. Right. When you can't eat, I know how that feels. Right. I've been there. You talking about trying to buy and chicken, are you a quarter short? <laughs> I know. Hey, I know hey, how it feels. Another, like, something else I was just thinking about, too, like, keeping on, it really lies in knowing the difference between perseverance and preservation. Mm. What's the difference between perseverance and preservation? So, I look at it as when you persevere, mm-hmm. it's like you see obstacles. You see the challenges. Mm-hmm. You still make up in your mind that we have to move forward. We mm-hmm. still have to keep stepping on, mm-hmm. no matter what it takes, no matter what decisions have to be made. We're gonna persevere. We gotta persevere. Something got to give. Right. You know, preservation. On the other hand, you get to the challenge and you're like, "Oh, we can't. Now nah, we can't use that right now. Yeah, let's save it for later. Let's or... save it for later. You know." Got you. Yeah. That's and that's a culture of itself, bro. Yeah. Because I don't have it now, I gotta keep saving, or I gotta wait for the right moment. Man, shout out to shout out to Eric Thomas, and it was a little abrasive what he said, but I took it I took it wholeheartedly last night on a podcast, and you know he's going through a recent situation where him and his team had took a trip to Mexico. Mm-hmm. They took a trip to Mexico for a um, it was a trip for uh, one of their teammates. They were doing some kind of conference. Mexico had a great time his wife got a little sick before they went mm-hmm. and they weren't they weren't quite sure if they were to make the trip mm-hmm. she ended up feeling a little bit better so they ended up taking the trip Eric Thomas got on this podcast and I'm talking about at the loud as he can be said I got news for you people you are going to die you are going to die that's deep you are going to die. Live today. Those things that you putting off for later, those things that you could talk, oh, I wish I could do that, I wish I yeah. do it. Yeah. And what you just said is so true. Yeah. Stop trying to preserve. Yeah, I mean, like you can't what do are, that. what are we preserving for? Like when yeah. we was out in Miami, we went to Red Rooster, we went to Wood Tavern, we had a good time, we went to the Hard Rock Hotel. I have zero regrets. Because we had, I did that. We did that? Yeah. Because it's a must, right? Yeah. Why should my life consist of total hard work all the time? Right. And don't get me wrong. Hard work is great. Hard work is going to get you where you need to be, right? Hard work, perseverance, all that. For sure. But there's a time and a place for everything. <laughs> you have to enjoy the fruits of your labor. You have to. My wife was talking about last night. Hey, we're going to Jamaica in May. 
Do you want the view of the mountain or the view of the resort? I said, how much is the view of the, the mountain? She said, I'll check. I said, whatever it is, do the mountain. Yeah. What's the point of being in Jamaica if I got to look at a resort? Yeah. We I, can, do I can do it, do it here. Do it right. I can do it here. I'm going to go see the mountains. So whatever it costs, let's spend it. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. So it's it's a matter of, bro, <laughs> like, like Eric Thomas said, so abruptly, so morbidly, but so true. I forgot that there's a, there's a term for it. And there's a guy, uh, Ryan Holiday. Uh, can you look it up good? Look at Ryan Holiday's, um, just put in Ryan Holiday death. Put in that. Ryan Holiday is a famous author. I think he was the apprentice of uh, Robert Greene. Robert Greene wrote uh, The 48 Laws of Power. Ryan Holiday has a, a, a famous saying. Very powerful book. What's the, what's the saying? It's called, uh, it's called uh, more, put it like the M. It's like, yeah. Yeah, the book starts with an M. There it is. There it is. Yeah, there it is. Memento Mori. Yeah, so Ryan Holiday invented the mental, the, what's it called? Memento Mori coin. This coin, people, literally, I know a couple people who carry this coin around in their wallets every single day. This coin, when you pull it out and you read it, what does it mean? Uh, look at a memento mori definition. I want to get this exactly right. I know what it means, but I want to give you the exact definition of it. Memento mori. Remember death? Memento mori means remember death. That's what it means. It's Latin. It's Latin. It's a coin that you carry around. And it is designed for you to pull this coin out your pocket. And it's to remember that one day you will die. So live today. That stuff that you keep putting off, I'll do it tomorrow, or you know, maybe one day I'll do it. Like my mom said, she wanted to be a radiologist. She couldn't do it. So you know, she told me, do it. Whatever it is, do it. So that's what I'm doing. Every single day I wake up, I look at my family, I look at my team, and I'm like, I gotta do it. So if that means me working hard, I do it. If that means me spending time in Miami, in, in Wood Tavern, in the Hard Rock Hotel, <laughs> and spending all kinds of money that I don't wanna spend, I do it. Yeah. Because yeah. I gotta live now. We only got one life. God has given you one life, right? And if you believe what we believe in, then you get two lives, right? It's, it's funny, because you just, like listen to you, like it, now that we you know we talked about the prison, uh -huh. like I'm thinking about like me, D and E, like we literally every moment we lived it to the fullest. Right. We would have <laughs> we would have events and hang out. We don't just go buy, you know, the regular soda or we go get cans of sodas. We wanna have parties. And it's it's crazy when you think about it now mm -hmm. because you're in prison, you know. Mm -hmm. But we didn't stop living. That's it. You know what I'm saying? When we ever had eatings and stuff, man, for all those people that's not familiar with prison terminology, they had this thing called goulash. And yeah, that's like, yeah. You put a bunch of stuff together. Yeah, Literally, yeah, that's much. what it is. But we would have the best. We got clams, you know? It's like, and that's another thing. The value, <laughs> the value of things are so important in there, man. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. 
for a little soup, you know, the little yeah. ramen soup. Uh-huh. Yeah, the ramen noodles. Bro, that was bread and butter. Bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we had to have that. Yeah, that was very eccentric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's like roof Chris. Yes, yes. <laughs> but you know, we 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 had the best of the best. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. the, we we made the. I mean, we made it lavish mm-hmm. because we could not stop having the mentality of who we are. Yeah, you gotta live today. You even, gotta even live. though we are in the circumstances, we gotta live. We gotta live. We that, gotta live. That, that's that's amazing, man. So this podcast has been great. It's actually one of my favorite podcasts so far. <laughs> I think lots of lots of value, lots of gems here. Uh, but unfortunately, we gotta wrap up because we gotta go. Um, my wife is gonna kill me. But if you don't remember anything else from this podcast, remember, live today. Live today. And like the coin says, remember death. And uh, look at Ryan Holiday, man. He has a series of great books. Uh, this dude is a, a genius when it comes to self-development. Um, so read it when you get a chance. Um, I know people who actually have the tattoo. Mm. Interesting. <laughs> Memento Mori. Interesting. Um, yeah, man. So listen, we got to go. But remember that. Uh, and like this, the beginning of the podcast said, don't stop believing. Yeah, because you can definitely get past any of your problems, any of your worries. You can get past that, and you can move forward, all right? You can get back on the road to do what you got to do. Be empowered. Keep on keeping on. Simple as that. Listen, listen. This is not foo-foo, woo-woo stuff. You might listen to a lot of those other podcasts, and people didn't go through nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying they didn't go through anything, but a lot of people you can't relate to. Good just gave you a story of his own life, and he's literally sitting next to me right now, giving you the story on the podcast. Take it, run with it, let it be a lesson for you. Don't stop believing, and we are out. Good, as always, peace, blessings, cheers. cheers.